0: a beer and not a cider
1: wow that seemed like a an an attack
0: no i just mean that cider generally has a lower carbonation
1: it does you're right it doesn't have a head
0: carbonation volume
1: that's a real term huh
0: carbonation volume volumes of co2 uh
1: how's your day going
0: fine my butt hurts
1: your butt hurts. What are you butt hurt about?
0: Um, nothing in particular. Just leg day. Oh. A couple days ago.
1: Yeah, it always hits you like a little bit away.
0: Did like 17,000 pounds on the leg press. All at once. All at once. Just <laughs> one very large push. And it,
1: it was like two cars or something. Three cars? How much does a car weigh? Like a ton?
0: No. I, more than that? Three to four tons.
1: Okay, there you go, like a car or so.
0: How much is the ton? Two thousand pounds?
1: Yeah. Two cars?
0: No, if I said I did fourteen thousand pounds. You
1: said seventeen thousand.
0: Whatever. Still it's more than two two times two thousand.
1: Two cars.
0: And a car is three to four tons.
1: So that's eight thousand. Math. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. You struggle with numbers.
0: That's why I'm not an engineer.
1: That's why you quit your engineering degree and switched Yep, and transferred.
0: How was your day slash week?
1: Um, I'm trying to think of if my week was interesting at all.
0: Yeah, it it was. It was? Yeah.
1: My week? Mm -hmm. Like before today?
0: Before today, yeah. No. Mm, It was.
1: My cat got a a wound he has a wound that doesn't look so great on his leg, not Callisto, but my the cat that lives at my parents' house. It doesn't look great i I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't.
0: You gave your two weeks
1: oh, well, but it's not a fish a fish I mean, yeah, I did. I am switching jobs
0: doing this full time
1: <laughs> no, we can't afford that one of us being practically unemployed uh yeah i i did tell my job that i was going to leave exciting i guess but i i haven't officially like sent them an email so they don't have it in writing that's why it's not official
0: I'm coming up on your 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 past or two weeks
1: well they know they know but yeah it's gonna be different i'm not gonna be working nights anymore which is weird I'm really excited about you and I having dinner together. That's new. That'll be great. We had dinner tonight. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was shrimp and broccoli and quinoa and avocado and ginger, and it was delicious.
0: It was very, very good.
1: Thank you. Also, today I went on my first Bumble BFF lady date, if you will. We went to the dog park, which I had never been to a dog park before. And it was amazing. The dog park and the lady date was great. But the dog park was exciting because there were just tons of dogs running around just having fun. They all looked so happy. There was this one that was like a foot long and he had like a beard and his spine was kind of crooked. And he was so cute. And he was very excited. And he kind of ran sideways With his silly little beard, and we kept like ogling at him, and the owner was so happy to see us, be like, "Oh my gosh, he's amazing!" And he like the girl I was with had a husky, and he was like playing with this tiny, tiny dog, and the tiny dog was so excited about it. They like don't notice that you know they're different. There's different sizes there. I saw an Aussie puppy, which was so cute. It was so fluffy and chubby and it was excited and also really ADD. You do, should...
0: they give a, do they give uh do give dogs like medication for that?
1: Uh Like can
0: a dog be diagnosed with can... ADD and then give them uh... You can
1: you can do certain stuff if your dog is hyperactive. Like they have like calming sprays. There's a lot of like uh um... CBD. <laughs> yeah. They use CBD for pets a lot. But there's a lot of like um medicinal herb type things that you can do for that sort of thing like Chinese herbs and stuff like that is big and people when they go on like flights and stuff give Benadryl to calm them down
0: they don't give them the uh what is the name of the drug that people with ADD have
1: Adderall Adderall yeah no I don't think so <laughs> no have you ever like talked to someone with ADD when they're on and off Adderall?
0: I, as far as I know, I've never met anybody taking Adderall.
1: Mm, it's interesting. There was there's somebody I know who, if they listen to this podcast, probably knows that I'm talking about them. But anyway, them with Adderall, them without Adderall, it was like two different people. Without Adderall was very fun, and the other one was super focused <laughs> but you know both sides were great obviously it was just interesting because i had never met anybody who, who needed it mm-hmm. yeah did you know anybody who like took it in college because i certainly didn't well if i did i didn't know it i don't hang in those kinds of circles
0: i don't think so but i had a roommate in college that was pretty all over the place I don't think there's any chance he listens to this. Mm Mm-hmm. But...
1: I mean, that's not like a real negative. He has the
0: possibility of having taken it. I don't know what he did. He would stay up until like four or five in the morning. He would eat uh, Parmesan cheese out of like the green container and mix it with the franks and then just eat it on a spoon.
1: How many? Oh, well...
0: That's like, that was dinner.
1: That's pretty vile. That's pretty vile. I wouldn't even stoop to that.
0: And at parties, he would always be like, you want to take a shot of gin? That's before I really drank gin. I'm like, no, I'm not going to take a shot Nobody of gin. Nobody
1: takes shots of gin at parties. That's not what you do in college. You aren't like, let's take shots of gin. No. Take shots of like raspberry flavored vodka. Gin's
0: a refined man's drink.
1: How many people do you know drink that drink gin straight?
0: Don't count myself
1: you don't drink gin straight
0: i do yeah i have in the past
1: you have in the past doesn't mean you do it i've only seen you do it once
0: because you don't buy gin i'm now into i'm now onto whiskey
1: alex drank a pint glass of <laughs> gin <laughs> the night of the election with was Trump. that the, was
0: that the one time you saw yeah. me do it
1: i went to bed halfway through the pint glass i was like goodbye I don't think it was a full pint glass. No,
0: well, there was ice in it, but it was...
1: It was It was pretty, it probably was like, pretty full. Probably like an inch from the top. Did you feel awful the next day? I mean, for emotional reasons, obviously.
0: I don't think so. Mm. I don't remember if I had to work or not. Probably because I worked on the weekends.
1: And it's a Tuesday.
0: Was it? I thought it was a Thursday. Election's
1: always a Tuesday. It's always a Tuesday.
0: Maybe it was a, my off day then.
1: You probably wouldn't have drank a pint of gin if you had to go then to work the next day. Maybe, I don't know.
0: I drank a bottle of sake and went to work the next day.
1: <laughs> the sake night will go down in infamy. That. I had a dream that you bought another bottle of sake and it was in the fridge and I was excited because we were going to share it. I was
0: looking at it. It was. I was going to share. I was looking. It. I bought a bottle tequila and triple sec last week. Way and I was better. Looking at it. Way
1: better than sake, but still. I, that was what I dreamt about,
0: which you just wanted the bottle
1: No, I I actually liked it Not that sake you had at the japanese restaurant the other day That was like 0.2 percent alcohol and it was like sprite and had like 90 grams of sugar in it
0: But like a hundred like 230 calories for the entire bottle though
1: Yeah, but you could have gone into like diabetic shock or something
0: good thing. I don't got diabetes.
1: Yeah, you might now though
0: I could have type because two. of that. I could have type 2.
1: Yeah what are you drinking right now?
0: Whiskey fizz.
1: What does that mean?
0: Bourbon and lemon juice and it's supposed to be club soda, but I just put lemon lime seltzer in it. Is it good? Yeah. You want to try it?
1: Sure. Is it very bourbon-y?
0: It There's a little bit on like the front and then just lemon on the back.
1: It's very tart. I feel like it needs sugar.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to have simple syrup, but we don't got simple syrup.
1: You could put lemonade in it. At least that would have added sugar. Yeah. It needs sugar. Yeah. For sure. Bitter
0: things are good for you. What are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking a new gluten free IPA from a new brewery. It's called Gluten Free IPA. <laughs> it really is. By Steadfast Beer Company, which is from Queensbury, New York.
0: Sure. It's got uh Sisyphus on the on the label.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good i guess that's a like a roaring approval it's good i guess
0: the, the look you gave when you first tasted it was not
1: it's a little weird approval it's a little weird i just can't get i can't there are some gluten-free beers i just can't wrap my tongue around you know i was gonna say wrap my head around but i decided to go with that i don't know it's just different mm. and it's not Gluten-free beers aren't different in a good way. They are just different. So I went first last time Yep. with Benita Jax, which I always want to say Jackson. I don't know why. Michael. Well, have you ever heard the last name Jax? No. No. Anyway, so it's your turn to go first this time.
0: Mm-hmm. And... It's funny enough. Um
1: nothing about this is funny.
0: Everything is funny. <laughs> um I don't remember I think it was my favorite murder group made it might have been True Crime Podcasts group on Facebook. Somebody's like, What's the scariest like serial killer? Like what who who scares you the most? And a bunch of people on this one post said this guy. So
1: did you see that before or after you picked it?
0: After. It was just today. Oh. That somebody said that, so,
1: so this is a scary one.
0: Mm. I may have, maybe I'm omitting some details that would make it scary. I didn't find a particularly. Uh...
1: Do you know what details you omitted?
0: I don't think I omitted anything. I, just me personally, I think like this guy compared to Jeffrey Dahmer, who poured like acid in people's brains is worse than okay this, but Israel Keyes was born January 7th, 1978 in Richmond, Utah
1: richmond utah
0: yeah i want to associate with virginia yeah same he was homeschooled and raised in a mormon family
1: wore special underwear yeah have you ever looked up mormon underwear no is it metal what no it's like a it's a jumpsuit though it's a one piece
0: mm.
1: it's weird it's like yeah you also, should google it sometime
0: can't drink coffee
1: yeah no you can't drink caffeine except coke because now it's owned by a mormon hmm so they changed their book. The Book of Mormon. The book that they found in the woods. I don't remember what it's called.
0: Two Gold Plates Found in the Woods. Yeah. I don't remember the guy's name though. South Park did a whole thing on it. Um, when he was young, they moved. his family moved to Colville, Washington, where they were neighbors. And Israel was friendly with Chevy and Cheyenne. No, Cheney. C-H-E-Y-N-E. Cheney. Yeah. It's a weird name.
1: I knew someone named Cheney in high school. Spelled like that? C-H E N E Y?
0: C-H-E-Y-N-E. No. Um Chevy and Cheney Kehoe. Um, which would el- those two would un- end up going and committing a triple murder in
1: 1996.
0: Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, you know, he he's running with good friends. Um, their family attended services occasionally at our place our place fellowship or also known as the ark which was a church that was known for its white supremacy leanings
1: wow white supremacy mormons
0: they were mormon in utah just because it's utah
1: <laughs>
0: but i think in washington i think this was like a christian quote-unquote christian okay church he also spent some time on the maca reservation on the Olymp- olympic peninsula so that's over by the uh name that sound
1: the puget puget
0: yeah i was gonna that was for some reason i was associating that with maryland no um when he was 20 he enlisted in the army so that was july 9th 1998 he apparently did that in albany new york
1: what was he doing in albany now
0: he had done some traveling once he grew up and just moved around a bunch apparently Hmm. Um, during his time in the army, he was stationed at Fort Hood in Killeen, Texas. He did a little bit of time in Egypt, and then he would end up back in Fort Lewis, which is in Tacoma. There, he worked with a mortar crew.
1: And he never went to Israel?
0: No, he never went to Israel.
1: <laughs>
0: um, friends in the army mentioned how quiet he was, and that he would often keep to himself. His weekends would often be spent drinking bottles of wild turkey. Uh-oh. Plural
1: bottles of wild turkey maybe they're just like the little nippers
0: could be um he also had posters of icp in his room or in his barracks
1: Ooh! when did icp come around what this was in 98
0: yeah well yeah sometime between 98 and 2001
1: in case listeners don't know what that is it's insane clown posse i don't think everybody necessarily knows that
0: uh, I've never actually I, th- I think I've probably heard snippets of some of the songs
1: I don't really have any desire to become a juggalo of any sort of variety
0: there, They were recently in that huge spat with uh,
1: yeah see that walk that juggalo march and the march on something tr- The march for a
0: confederacy or whatever they want to call it
1: Whatever white people
0: um a day short of him being three years in the army. He was discharged for fort lewis so at this point he's in washington again state yes okay um and then there's not a lot of whole a lot of like details about his exact movements between 2001 and 2007 but in 2007 he started a construction company keys construction in anchorage alaska
1: wow he's all over the place
0: mm-hmm. and that he was working as like a handyman contractor just general day laborer i saw somewhere that he was like the only person he just labeled himself as keys construction never hired anybody as far as i saw
1: he should have been a locksmith instead keys locks you know that would have been better
0: or locks and keys
1: yes also good
0: um apparently well you asked what he was doing traveling around a lot and during his time traveling our great country he was burying murder kits all over the country
1: for people to just like a geocache for no, murderers for,
0: well, in the sense that he would go back and find them and then use them
1: oh okay it's not like there's some dark web website where you like
0: here's one at 48.73 <laughs>
1: gps coordinates for a murder kit
0: um so those would include shovels plastic bags money weapons um ammo and draino to help dispose of bodies
1: wow I mean, that's pretty good planning. Except you then have to be in that area to commit the murder. Yeah. So he must have... Yeah, okay.
0: Um, we'll get to the crimes. I'm going to go in the order that like police discovered about his okay. stuff. So all the stuff that he was doing would go unnoticed until he was... Um, until February 1st, 2012.
1: Wow, this is recent.
0: Yeah. Um, Samantha... Koenig? Caning, You have a German friend. Koenig. Koenig. I looked it up too like a couple of days ago.
1: K-O-E-N-I-G? Yeah. Koenig.
0: Samantha Koenig. Uh, she was kidnapped from a drive-up coffee you shop. You have a
1: German friend with that last name? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that. It's a good kid.
0: Yeah. Um, She was kidnapped from a drive-up coffee shop that she was working at. You know like how in uh Shelby, Montana there was... I think there was in Shelby, Montana, there was, like, a drive-up one. Or at least somewhere in Montana, there was a couple.
1: Those, like, tiny espresso yeah. sheds? Yeah, those were all over Montana.
0: Um. So she was working there. Keys had been stuck staking out the shop for a few days to rob it when he decided February 1st would be the day. He forced her out of the shop at gunpoint, and she attempted to, es- to escape at least once, but he was ultimately able to, like, keep hold on her. He... um keys asked samantha if she had a debit card but she told him that it was in her boyfriend's truck which would be out in front of her father's later in the night um so he locked her in his shed and then went to go get her debit card from her boyfriend's truck and obviously the boyfriend and the parents are all distraught because they haven't heard from samantha all day
1: right
0: um so when israel gets there he starts like trying to break into the boyfriend's truck and the boyfriend notices somebody messing around with his truck.
1: Why do you need the debit card? That's like a setup for you to fail. Just like move on.
0: Um, so the boyfriend called out and was like, hey, what are you doing with my truck? But um, Keys was able to get the debit card before anything happened there, any kind of escalation happened. Uh, when he got back from getting the debit card, he went into his house, poured himself a glass of wine.
1: Not wild turkey?
0: No. And he was careful not to wake his girlfriend or daughter. I didn't see any date when they got married, so I didn't mention it in the lead up to this, but he apparently had a girlfriend and a daughter.
1: Oh, no. And a girl in the shed?
0: Yep. So then he went into the shed and raped Samantha and then strangled her and wrapped her body in a tarp. Uh, The next day, he sent his daughter to school and then went went down to New Orleans for a cruise.
1: I hope it's one of those, like, jesus music cruises remember those being advertised all the time in florida ice cream only the, 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 like there are these christian bands going on a cruise mm-hmm. with ice cream socials and stuff yeah
0: following the cruise i assume they returned to new orleans for port then not drop off somewhere else but he then drove to alito texas where he burglarized a house and then burned it down <laughs> Then he drove to Asley, Texas, where he robbed the National Bank of Texas, and then drove to Houston and fl- flew back home to Anchorage.
1: Oh my god, how did you just rob a bank and then get away with it in 2012?
0: I don't know. February 19th, so two weeks and some,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he got back to his house, uncovered Samantha's body, which was now frozen at this point, and had sex with it.
1: no. Wait, he left it in the shed the whole time? Mm -hmm. And just just assumed that his girlfriend wouldn't go in the shed?
0: I guess so, yeah.
1: Wait, he had sex with a frozen corpse?
0: That's what I saw, yeah.
1: I don't understand how that would work, but I don't want to think about it too hard either.
0: A few days later, he applied makeup to Samantha's face, sewed open her eyes, and photographed her with a recent paper, and then ransomed her family for $30,000 into her bank account. He then cut up her body and dumped it in Manishuka? Manuska Lake in Anchorage. Hmm. That's why he needed the debit card, so he could then access that money that would get ransomed to him.
1: And they wouldn't be able to trace it.
0: Yeah. Which also at that point, like if your daughter's been missing for that long.
1: Yeah, wouldn't you cancel it?
0: Yeah. Um, In March of that year, Keys was in Wilcox, Arizona. He withdrew $400 from Samantha's bank account and then drew up to Lordsburg, um, Arizona to withdraw more. Um, in Lordsburg, he was wearing a disguise at the ATM, but the f- ATM was able to photograph his rental car. Oh. Um um so police were able to identify that he was driving a white ford focus and at some point he experienced uh, mechanical issues with that car and brought it back to the dealership or back to the rental yeah. agency and they gave him another ford focus so bummer bummer for him march 9th he withdrew wait
1: another white one too
0: i believe it was also white yeah oh march 9th he withdrew more money from humble city texas um And then March 13th, a highway patrol noticed, a highway patrolman noticed his car in a, I believe it was a motel parking lot.
1: And had gotten like the vehicle info.
0: Yeah. And then he was, so he was watching that for a little bit. And then um, Keys left the hotel and then started like speeding down the road and was apparently doing 30 over the speed limit. So he's pulled over for that.
1: Don't speed if you're a murderer, right? And a bank robber. Right, don't. Just be... Um,
0: so he got pulled over and the car contained dye-stained money, a mask, a gun, and Samantha's debit card. And obviously he was arrested for that. He was initially non-cooperative in custody and would eventually admit to abducting Samantha after police said they would keep the details of his involvement in all of this like out of the paper. They would say they found somebody for Samantha. Yeah samantha's murderer but they would never identify him just so he could spare his daughter the details of reading it in the paper right he also asked to be given the death penalty within the year wow um and if they weren't able to do either keeping his name out of the papers or given the death penalty he was not going to tell any them about any of his, his other crimes
1: what it's not common that i feel like well maybe that people just like request that if he doesn't think he has anything to live for, I yeah. guess.
0: So eventually the police agreed to all those conditions and he told the police where they could find Samantha's body and she, her body was recovered a few days later. So this is when he then starts playing games with investigators. He's like saying some details, but not a whole lot. Um, and changes the stories of, of a couple times and, um, throughout his, uh, interviews. He said that in 1997 or 1998, he sexually assaulted a girl who was tubing on the Deschutes River in Oregon. Um, he said she was between 14 and 18. Um, at the time, he had intended to kill her, but for whatever reason, he didn't. He just sent her back down the river hmm. on her tube. No report was for, ever made. Yeah, with well, no report you're was 14, ever made.
1: You know, that's a tough You might not even admit that.
0: Yeah. He claims that his first murder was between July and October of 2001, but he didn't tell police any more details than I killed somebody sometime in that time. (laughs) Between 2001 and 2005, he claims to have murdered a couple in Washington and buried them near a valley. Also, that's about all he gave police.
1: They're keeping their end of the deal. It doesn't really sound like he's keeping his end of the deal, though.
0: It could just be that he was in that meticulous in keeping details for himself
1: yeah but you remember those things i feel like in
0: 2005 to, or 2006 he killed two people and sank one of those murder victims body in crescent lake washington
1: hmm. were they able to recover that do you know
0: um somewhere a little further down he said that police only ever found two of his victims bodies mm-hmm he found, they found samanthas and i maybe the crescent lake one i don't recall um april 9th, 2009 he abducted and murdered a girl from new jersey and then drove her body up to tupper lake hmm. to bury her while in tupper lake he also robbed the community bank
1: that's rude it's a small community
0: which is on the uh the north end or the top side of new york yep for people that aren't from new york or people that are from New York and don't know where Tupper Lake is. It's
1: in the Adirondacks.
0: So while in police custody, police also find evidence on Keyes' laptop about a Vermont couple that had gone missing um, in June 2011. So on June 2nd, 2011, Keys flew to Chicago and drove the nearly 1,000 miles to Vermont. Um, while in Vermont, he spent some time fishing and also looking out for future victims. So on June 8th, 2011, keys broke into the house of Bill and Lorraine Courier in Essex, Vermont. He tied them up and then drove them to an abandoned building nearby.
1: He He told the police all this?
0: Yeah. He then shot and killed Bill before sexually assaulting Lorraine and then strangling her. He apparently had buried his murder kit in that area two years prior. He just, like, would leave kits Stupid. in places and be like, I'm coming back here in Stupid. two or three years. He left the bodies of Bill and the Rain in garbage bags in the basement of that house. Um, I don't know how soon after, but the house was demolished and the rebels all moved to a landfill and police went to the landfill to search for the bodies, but they were never found. Huh. He committed up to 30 other burglaries. He admitted that he did like twenty or thirty burglaries. He said between those um, his murder starting and him being arrested, um, the FBI believes that he was he murdered around eleven people, possibly more. And then Keyes claims only that two claims that only two of his bodies ah. Keys claims that only two bodies of his victims have ever been found. One being Samantha's, and the other was staged in such a way that it would appear they had died in an accident. Interesting keys claims that the death was was in fact ruled as an accident so i don't know who that was
1: they don't know it could be from any of the states right yeah weird why is he why play games like that to die in power
0: yeah i guess uh june 23rd june 23rd messing up every all the dates today math (laughs) May 23rd, 2012, Keyes was in court to have a trial date set when he broke free of his leg shackles and was able to jump into the first section of the gallery. He was tasered and then brought back to jail.
1: Exciting.
0: Yeah. Got to liven it up for the folks. Um, Samantha, yeah. Samantha's family was apparently in the gallery that day. I don't know if he was going for them, but he maybe he's probably just trying to escape. Yeah. Um, FBI talked to Vermont officials to tell them about um, Israel's involvement in the courier's death and told them not to tell about Key's involvement because of their agreement. So he would keep like telling them right. information and stuff. Um, so police in Vermont let the public know that the murderer had been apprehended. Apprehended. What's he's going right to my brain? Oh man. The murderer had been apprehended. Um, a pr- the press conference ended and a source leaked of Key's involvement. Uh oh. He obviously became furious and stopped talking with police. He wanted, he was, his fear was that if word got out about all of his involvement in all these deaths, that he would sit in jail for like ever waiting for like trials, trials to go on and he just wanted to yeah, die within the year.
1: Well, they can't help it who, you know, they can only do yeah. so much.
0: And he felt that he had no reason to talk about his crimes anymore. Great. Right. Mm-hmm. He felt no remorse about any of his actions or had felt like he had any moral obligation to his victim's families to tell him what happened. Mm-hmm. And late November 2012, Keyes met, met with investigators and throughout the entire like, interview process, he seemed very distracted, like his mind was somewhere else, and told police he may be willing to talk within like the next week or so.
1: Did he commit suicide?
0: Uh, December 2nd, a guard noticed a red liquid on the floor and called out to Keys with no response. Going into the cell, the corrections officer found that Keys was laying on his stomach, a noose tied around his neck, and the other end tied to his foot, and that he had opened both of his wrists. So that when he'd lost enough blood, his foot would draw back and he would strangle himself.
1: Ugh. That's so Gross.
0: Apparently, he knew enough what he was doing that the medical examiner couldn't determine if he died of blood loss or if he had strangled or suffocated to death. He also apparently collected his blood in cups long enough that guards wouldn't notice before he died, so he just, like, filled up his wrist blood into, like, coffee cups and so it wouldn't be all over the floor until he passed out.
1: Oh, gosh. So gross.
0: There was a suicide note under him, but it... Was saturated with blood, and police weren't able to get a lot out of it. They had offered no possible clues to future other victims or any motive for his yeah. killings. He did apparently admire Ted Bundy, but did not like being called a serial killer. Interesting. And that is a quick glimpse into the life of Israel Keys.
1: Yuck. That ending <laughs> made me squeamish a little. Ugh. Gross gross Hmm Interesting,
0: so that's why I mean yeah, I guess each pe- each person has their own
1: maybe some people steves Yeah, but maybe it's the not knowing part that scares people
0: Yeah, that he could have had a higher number than he did. And... Yeah,
1: and they'll never know You know the unknown scares a lot of mm. people Whereas, like, if you knew exactly what someone had done, like, Ted Bundy, maybe it makes it a little bit easier for your mind to grasp.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of similarities drawn between him and Bundy that, like, they're both methodical and they both planned out everything. The murder
1: kit thing is interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, I think one of the news articles I saw is, like, they just dug up one, like, semi-recently.
1: But if it's unused, then you know there wasn't a victim there, right? In theory? Or there probably wasn't?
0: Probably wasn't, yeah. He just never got to that part of the world.
1: Weird. Interesting.
0: I mean, also, if somebody else, like, some other unsuspecting person comes across it, then they then have a way to murder somebody, though.
1: Or they're just like, what the heck did I find? Oh, I just got, like, a, a chest and uteral pain at the same time. I don't know what that means for me.
0: Lycanthropy.
1: That's the first sign Mm -hmm. when you turn into a werewolf.
0: Yep. You haven't been by any dogs?
1: Not today. Not recently. Only once. My my uncle's dog, Charlie, bit me on the nose when I was a child.
0: You you say the thing?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said it. What?
0: You said the thing? The very famous thing?
1: I was a child. Oh, I thought you said, have you seen the thing? And I was like, yeah. It's like a movie no i was a child that wasn't around yet it was like this froofy dog with an underbite it was like a very small dog and it bit me on the nose
0: not related but you said the cat bit you today mm-hmm. why is there no cat wolf where a
1: khajiit i don't think they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're not were cats
0: <laughs> i guess cat wolf doesn't make any sense either but Why is there no cat version of a werewolf?
1: Cat. Were-cat? There's the were-rabbit.
0: Well, it'll probably be like a were... Cat. No, because it's a wolf. It's not a dog. It's going to be like a were-lion or a were-tiger. I don't know. (laughs) Were-lynx. Khajiit. Were-puma. Sponsored by Puma.
1: (laughs) We are not sponsored by Puma. Anyway, anyway... Ready for my story? After that derail of the f- of the century,
0: the black hand remembers.
1: I had a shirt that said "We know" with a black hand on it, and it faded so fast, and it broke my heart. Anyway, Charles Campbell. He's a dude. Born October twenty first, nineteen fifty four, in Hawaii.
0: It's Hawaii state then. Yeah. When did Hawaii become a state? It was the last state. Wasn't
1: it like in the 1800s?
0: No. That was they were their own country back then.
1: No, wait, 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 wait. I'll Google this.
0: They were the last state.
1: I got this. You got it? Hawaii Statehood. Statehood. That's not
0: Statehood is a word. Hawaii wasn't a state, was Hawaii
1: it? Hawaii was not a state yet. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: it's semi-recently
1: 1959 we were five years short oh my goodness i learned so many things wow okay
0: 60th anniversary of hawaii becoming state
1: cool okay he was born in the non-state of hawaii
0: (laughs) probably the territory
1: i don't know okay that's weird I never really thought about that. Hawaii has always been a state since I've been alive.
0: (laughs) Alaska was only like four or five years before that.
1: My dad is only one year older than Hawaii.
0: No, you can remember it always.
1: (laughs) I wonder if he knows. Anyway.
0: You think they weren't when he was a kid, his parents went to him and was like, Hawaii just became a state today.
1: He wasn't alive yet.
0: No, it is the other way.
1: Hawaii is only one year older than Mm. my dad yeah
0: we should ask him what how did they teach hawaii
1: were they like oh right and then there's hawaii
0: i gotta change the flag again
1: we gotta change the freaking map on the wall yeah so they updated the flag since then i think we gotta move fast we
0: do but i think there was 48 and then like because alaska hawaii were pretty close together they just threw two on
1: wow crazy so it was forty eight and then fifty. Yeah. And there's a tiny one for the District of Columbia, because the District of Columbia is in Miss USA as her own thing, and Puerto Rico.
0: I think they. Just I wait. don't
1: think they have a Miss Guam though.
0: Or Miss Virgin Islands.
1: They might. I don't know. Anyway.
0: <laughs> they just wait. Basically, at the end of the moral story for Move flag. Move
1: forward. Moving forward. Don't do that. that han- was. Don't do that. Hansel, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> it was literally the first bullet. Okay. His father was an ex-marine who then started working as a trucker and his mom worked at Sears, Rip Sears. He had sisters, but that's all we know. We don't know how many, how many. You can't find them now. There's like nothing on them. He was often taken care of and said by his grandmother though because a common line that runs in all of our stories is that there was a drinking problem in the family. The father drank a lot and fought with the mother. But seeing these fights happen, he, like, started thinking that his dad was, like, the greatest. He was like, my mom is the problem here, not my father. Which is cool.
0: You are the problem here.
1: Right. Don't. Bork, bork. Um, werewolves. Werewolves. Werecats. cats. He said later when he was interviewed, much, much, much later, he said that his mother was a fool who had little perception of what was going on in the world.
0: I Mentioned to work at Sears.
1: So? <laughs>
0: <laughs> she worked at a, con- a company that no longer exists. So. That's
1: true. She made the wrong choice. But maybe when she died, it, it was still around. I don't know if she's dead yet, but I assume so. If he was born in 50, 54,
0: you got to be a short haul trucker like your father. Hawaii's not that big. He is like.
1: They moved to Washington mm. when he was a child. Mm. That was my next bullet. Sorry about the neighbor dogs. Anyway, they moved to Washington when he was a child, and he was often a troublemaker. He spent a lot of time at Greenhill Reformatory. Which I looked up. It's a medium slash maximum security facility for juveniles.
0: Mixed use, mixed use facilities are never very good.
1: Medium slash maximum,
0: or like light or minimum and maximum. Yeah, they don't generally do that. But you want to get like one level in there.
1: Yeah. So it was medium maximum, and they it was like a school though. Sort of, as, as much of a school a medium maximum security facility can be. Um, he was a heavy drug user as a youth. He started using meth at age 12.
0: In the reformatory? Reformatory?
1: <laughs> I, uh, probably not, but I don't know. And he started using heroin by age 13, and then he used LSD, he said, more than 200 times. In his life, I guess? I don't know. He just gave a number. In December 1974, so at this point he's 20, Campbell went to the home of 23-year-old Renee Wicklund, who was doing yard work outside her house in Clearview, Washington. He kind of like chased her inside and held her at knife point and made her... He held her at knife point, but then switched his... Uh, focus over to her infant where he held a knife on her infant Shanna and said that he would hurt her baby if she did not perform oral sex on him so she complied and he also sodomized her and then threatened to kill them both but he left after he was satisfied or whatnot she saw his face yeah Mm mm-hmm he left the two alive, and Renee calls the police to report the crime. Two years later, in 1976, he was picked up for, a, like, a separate issue, and... Police
0: picked him over. It's like, sorry, you used over 200 times of LSD. You
1: <laughs> used over 200 times of LSD. <laughs> the
0: maximum allowed amount is
1: 198. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're way too high. You're just too high over two. Yep. Two over too high. Um
0: You know what the difference between a numerator and a denominator is? Yeah. It's
1: a very fine line. Oh <laughs> sorry. I I feel like and never mind. I'm not gonna pick apart that. Um and Renee came in she had like described him so they had Renee come in, and she picked him out of a lineup, and he goes to trial for the whole event. At the trial, she tells her story about what happened, and her na- neighbor, Barbara Hendrickson, testified also to seeing him like
0: run out or run, break in.
1: Run her into the house or whatever, and he was sentenced to 40 years in prison for first-degree rape. That's it? That's it. It's not it because they decided to give him the 40 years in multiple sentences that he would serve concurrently so
0: Do you just tell a story i just I feel like i was just reading a story somebody just told me a story about it. somebody was like they got three years or three sentences of 40 years and their lawyers try to get him.
1: Uh, yeah no they no
0: to serve it concurrently and they're like no
1: yeah that yeah, was a story i just told but in this case uh he did serve it concurrently. Who was that?
0: Um, Sphinx. Or not Sphinx. That was for mine. What? The most recent one. Where she killed our three kids.
1: Oh. Right.
0: They're like, no. when you stupid? Yeah. Sphinx the- is from the uh, freeway phantom.
1: Right. Um. So he's serving them concurrently. But. Uh, and meanwhile, he's in prison. But. After the incident happened, Renee, unfortunately, divorced with her husband, which is really sad. The memories were, like, haunting her so much that it was just putting tension on everything. And he couldn't handle it and she couldn't handle it. So they split. She kept the daughter. And she decided to, like, pour her life into raising her daughter. And she focused on an in-home business so that she could spend as much time with her daughter as she could. Because they were both lucky. In December 1977, so this is a year afterward, Jack Wickland, her husband, ex-husband, rather, was found tied to a chair with third-degree burns. He said that he got tied up by a stranger, doused, doused with gasoline, and then lit on fire. And then five months after that, he died in a car crash. And they could never decide whether... It was suicide or not the car crash.
0: Not the Kathleen hurt
1: No. That one was I mean, he was tied up. Yeah. Um, I guess you could technically finagle that, but no. And that has nothing to do with Campbell. That's just something that happened while he was in prison.
0: Spoiler alert. He didn't like cut the brake lines or
1: No, he was he's in prison. While Campbell's in prison, guess what he's doing?
0: Being a good boy.
1: He's being a model citizen. This time you you fed me what I was hoping for. <laughs> Last two episode I was like, and guess what else this... Oh, this was for Supernatural Tales. I was like, and guess what this property has. And you're like, I don't know. And I was like, you say it all the time. Say it now. I don't know. An ancient Indian burial ground. Um. Yeah, so he's a model citizen. And he's released in 1981. So like six. Six years after he goes in.
0: He goes to Miami. Just got to get in that coke scene.
1: Mm -mm. He's released in 1981. He's allowed to go move back to where he's from. And the icing on the cake is Renee isn't told that he's released. So she has no idea. And I know you know exactly where this is probably going to go.
0: Well, does she have... Is there any legal reason why she should be told?
1: We'll get to that.
0: But, I mean, like, he's...
1: We'll get to that. Not a minor. Just hold on. You just hold on to that thought. You're really thinking critically, and we'll get to it.
0: I mean, I just watched Halloween where Jamie Lee Curtis was, like, obsessed with the new Halloween. That came out, to, like, new, came out last year. Where she's, like, obsessed with Michael, and she, like, was waiting for him to get out of prison.
1: Nice. Just wait. Um, right. Gets out. Gets out in nineteen eighty one. April fourteenth, nineteen eighty two. Barbara Hendrickson, she's a nice neighbor. Mm-hmm. She goes over to Renee's house to see her because she hasn't been feeling well and make jello.
0: Like a bowl of jello, like a jello mold.
1: Maybe a tray. Do you make a jello in a bowl? You always make it like a sh- cake tray. Like a
0: 13 by 9. No, you just... I mean, we always made it in a bowl. What? You get like a metal bowl and you mix up the jello in there. And And then then
1: you put it in the fridge like that? We always laid it out in a sheet pan. Why? So you could cut little squares and have more servings. What do you want? Like a 6 inch like cone of jello? I want a spoon of (laughs) jello. Well, yeah, you can spoon it. It's just like... It's just it's a very, high. it's a very shallow spoon. Yeah, it's like an inch high.
0: I want a heaping spoon you of jello. You want it
1: to be like a jello fountain. Uh,
0: I, I want it to be like when you stick a spoon in a fresh thing of peanut butter, Ooh. and you pull it out, and it's very noticeable that you just ate some jello.
1: Interesting. No, I've never had jello like that. Uh, my sister and I used to call it fly. Cool. We would pretend we were like, I don't know. She might know. Probably not. I don't know. Some sort of animal, and that it was flies, and it, we would just call it fly. And every time we went to the Chinese buffet, we would get it.
0: The Chinese buffet surf Jello.
1: Yeah, in the dessert area.
0: There's a dessert area? I've never been to a buffet like an well, actual. It's gone
1: now, but yeah, I used to have Jello and soft serve ice cream and cake. Actually, and I mean fruit.
0: Um, I have been to one buffet, I think, and I'm just aware that, like the place that had like salad bars also has like.
1: No, there was no salad. Pudding
0: bar. in the salad bar?
1: We didn't have a salad bar. I think we had pudding, but anyway. Um, so she goes over to make jello. <laughs> right. Jerry, we got this. Lemon lime. Um, I have no idea. Gross. Pineapple. Blue raspberry or nothing. Cherry's fine. Mm, yeah, I guess. You got to stop the table's creaking. You got to stop moving it so much. 2 hours after Barbara goes over there, her husband, Don, has not heard from her.
0: Her husband's name, oh, Don, D O N, not D A W N. Probably
1: like Donald. He hasn't heard from Barbara and is like, how long does it make, take to make jello, really? So he goes over to check on his wife and finds a terrible sight, which later police describe as a massacre. Renee was on the floor naked, she had been beaten, strangled sodomized and her genitals were mutilated she had a broken nose jaw broken ribs and had clearly put up a fight because she had bruises all over her knuckles her daughter Shanna who was nine years old at this time had been choked and her and her throat was cut so deeply that she was nearly decapitated and one of her earlobes was like torn and her earrings had been stolen from her And Barbara Hendrickson had had her throat cut.
0: Not as severely.
1: No. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. A neighbor told police that she saw an individual resembling Campbell's description sneaking around in the Wicklands yard with a knife earlier in the day. And a week later, Charles Campbell was arrested from a halfway house and charged with first-degree murder and second-degree theft after attempting to sell Renee Wickland's jewelry a day after the crime. he So, uh, he kind of sucked at being a criminal at this point. He really didn't try to conceal anything. A bloody handprint was left on a glass. I saw somewhere that he took, like, some kind of, like, uh... Grape, grape cough syrup or something i don't know
0: yeah got the codeine
1: it was codeine and i don't know but he had a bloody handprint left on a glass and the fingerprints matched his already existing record from when he was in jail some of his renee's jewelry was found like going down the sidewalk so it was clear that things have been stolen dried blood was found on his car handle and some of Rene's jewelry was found in his pocket when police p- picked him up. So,
0: this is what a couple days later. A week. Why? Why is this still in your pocket?
1: I don't know. He hasn't changed his pants. I don't know. Someone who knew Campbell from like the halfway house told the police that the two of them had gone to Snohomish River, where divers recovered even more jewelry and belongings from the Wicklands house. So it was just like great, cool.
0: He's trying to conceal evidence or is he gonna kind of plan to go back there and
1: probably scoop it up. here's my thought. Like all the stuff where he's like failed at concealing anything, he's probably like high on a million things. And then the one moment of clarity he has, he like throws something in the river.
0: I guess the argument can be made that on drugs he's a different person he comes he comes to and he's like what did i just do
1: no i don't think it's like that but um so he goes to prison and he's unpopular because he murdered a child and at his trial he does not testify in his own defense he doesn't try to defend himself and he actually just doesn't talk really at all about anything he doesn't want to his girlfriend judy does testify against him. She says that the morning of the murders, he drank an entire six pack. And when she went to the kitchen, one of her knives was missing. She also said that he was very resentful toward Renee and her like getting him arrested. But then he decided to speak up and cross-examine his girlfriend and got her to admit that he said once that he didn't have the intention of harming her. Um, citizens of Clearview, Washington, signed a petition to get Campbell to get the death penalty, and after the trial, the jury agreed that he should get the death penalty, and said that Campbell didn't show any signs of remorse for the killings, that he was detached and completely unemotional. Uh, during the trial, Renee's mother and sister were there, and they were shocked to hear that she had been raped years prior. Renee had never told anybody except the police that it had happened. And when I I mentioned all those injuries to you about what happened at the massacre, quote unquote, um, Campbell couldn't actually be charged with rape because the injury to Renee's genitals and everything was unable to be determined whether it happened pre or post-mortem. So he might have had sexual contact contact with her postmortem pre-mortem it's unclear
0: it's still probably technically unwilling
1: oh well yeah
0: dead body is probably not consenting to that but
1: you i don't think you can i don't i don't know how it works legally but it's definitely a different thing right um when they like piece together the crime they determine that renee probably was murdered first and then Shanna was shown the body of her mother, likely, because they died in the same area. And then what they expect happened is that Barbara Hendrickson showed up to make jello or whatever. The two were already dead. She tried to escape and was murdered because she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's kind of supported with the fact that she was her throat was slit, but there Nothing. wasn't any undue violence to her or anything.
0: Yeah, that if she came in during the act of killing the child or something like that Mm -hmm. he's a hasty definitely
1: like a last minute addition and there's not that emotional connection um so he goes to prison like i said he's in monroe reformatory prison and his record is totally clean while he's in prison it says that he didn't commit anything more than like very minor offenses but investigators don't think that this is probably right. So they look into it more. And one inmate who refused to be named because he didn't want to be seen as a rat.
0: Said what that, do they say? Huh? You know what they say? No. Snitches and stitches.
1: Right. I thought you were going to say something with rats.
0: Even though if you could understand what I just said. And it was like, snitches and stitches.
1: I got it. Snitches and stitches. So this inmate said that he used to intimidate prisoners into getting sex and drugs. I didn't type it right. It just says sex and rugs.
0: (laughs) He became a Persian rug salesman. (laughs)
1: Um, Also, they talked to guards and they were pretty afraid of him and tried to get him transferred to Walla Walla a few times, but it never went anywhere. And other allegations started to come to the surface after he was in prison. His ex-wife said that when he was allowed on work release after the first, whatever. Incarceration. Incarceration. He came and raped her on two different occasions. She even sued the state of Washington for allowing him on release, and she was suing them for negligence. Uh, Campbell's mother, own mother, said that when he was a child, he had sex with their pet dog.
0: I guess it really doesn't matter, but male or female?
1: I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's still weird. And she said, it was inevitable. I never believed he was going to end up anywhere but the electric chair. Old Sparky. Maybe that was the name of the dog. Uh, Washington State ended up paying Don Hendrickson $950,000 for damages. Emotional, I guess. They, I think at this point, Washington State felt like a total. I don't know jerk for letting him out douche yeah so they're getting sued right and left and they're like yeah we messed up um in 1985 there was a report made that when that there was a counselor at monroe reformatory that had a few inmates including campbell that he had on like payroll he called it where well the people called it, he denied this, but he had a few inmates, including Campbell, on payroll that he exchanged se- sexual favors for, uh, for not reporting infractions of theirs. So that is part of why mm-hmm. he like didn't have any record. He also had the people on his payroll assault prisoners he didn't like and protect prisoners that he did like. Cool, great, love it. So awesome. But like I said, he denies everything. And I don't know if that went anywhere. I I didn't see. They also didn't say who it was.
0: I mean, there's no way to prove that unless you get got somebody that's on the payroll. Yeah. And.
1: They're not going to say anything. Snitches. Yeah. Right.
0: Especially in prison.
1: Right. On December 17th, 1984, when he's. What is he? 84, I thought 30 we were years. 85. Well, yeah, I'm these are all allegations that came up mm. because he was involved in stuff. That was just like my other allegations piece, you know. Well I'm spiel. saying, things that came up because he was arrested.
0: You're just a spiel? Yeah. December
1: 17... <laughs> December 17, 1984, he was sentenced to death. He had the choice between lethal injection or hanging with hanging washington state i don't know and hanging is the default choice if you don't pick so because he didn't do it according to him well he didn't say anything but he didn't want to he didn't pick so he was given the hanging option as default but on november 7th 1988 he petitioned the Supreme Court to look over his case and see if they could switch it up and get it. Not hanging? No. If they he could become, you know, free.
0: Not dead?
1: Well, he wanted, I mean, whether or not he wanted to die, I don't know. But he didn't want to be in prison, so he's like, this is not okay. And they're like, no. Nah. Then, this is where it gets interesting there was a debate on whether or not hanging which was the uh default choice would be cruel and unusual punishment because he was obese and he might not die right away
0: I was just thinking about that too during or
1: there would be the po- top, the possibility of decapitation cuz the body weighed so much
0: no um i was thinking about like Electric chair wasn't an option, but I was thinking what is more humane, hanging or chair.
1: Probably hanging. It's pretty quick. Cervical dislocation.
0: But then you just suffocate to death.
1: No, it's you break your neck.
0: But you don't die instantly because of that, do you? Yeah.
1: It's like... It's, I thought there was the still, brain, still brain some dead. going down. No. But,
0: but also, like if you don't break your neck, then you're just choking for... Right,
1: and then because he was fat... There's so much coating for his neck. They're like, is this not okay?
0: But then, like, the chair, you no know, not an option. No, it's not. You're going to just fry.
1: And he didn't choose lethal injection. And their law stated that if you didn't choose, you automatically got hung, which seems a little bit old school. But So Washington State puts this idea forward, and they're like, can we do this? This is okay. Um, they put this case forward in 1993. He's been in prison for a while.
0: Except for when I was born.
1: Yeah. Um. And then Campbell was excited about this because he didn't want to die. He was like, well, if I'm gonna be in prison. I want to live my life in prison. I don't want to die. He wanted to live life however he wanted to.
0: Confined into a box.
1: Yeah, but he kind of ruled the school. He was on payroll.
0: He ruled the school because of a guard. As soon as that guard leaves, so he's nobody. Yeah. He's a kid murderer
1: right he was quoted as saying the world has created me and i am free to do what i want there's no right or wrong or anyone to tell me what to do so he's delusional but he was excited that there was something to be said about potentially not dying i mean
0: with that sentiment he's not not getting the death penalty
1: he's not what
0: because he has no remorse he's not not going to get the death penalty no
1: i know Um, April 14th, 1994, the hold on his execution was released. They determined that hanging was fine to do and that he would die without cruelty. And they set a date for May 27th. Before his execution, he was giving a last meal. They did not say what it was. And he refused most of it. And then on May 27th, when they came to come get him, he refused to stand up off the floor And they tried to get him up. He's a big dude. He's He's not doing it. Yeah. Not on his bed. No. So they pepper sprayed him and like got him to get up. Once he gets to the platform, he refused to stand up again. And they're like, dude, are you really doing this? So they strapped him to a board. And then they try to put the noose in the hood on him. And he just like moves his head all around. And it took 90 seconds to get a noose on him. And then they dropped it, and he died instantly. Corner's determined. Emmy's determined. Whatever.
0: It's like can go both ways with the fat. Like it insulates your neck, or because of so much weight, it just. Helps.
1: Well, they were worried about a decapitation. Legitimately, that was one of their concerns. <laughs> um, they went back to like clean up his cell, and they found a piece of metal in his cell that he was sharpening for a weapon. Fun fact. Your point. Now, because of this case, there's a law in Washington state that states that victims of violent crimes need to be notified when their attackers are released from prison. Because he was released in six years, Renee had no idea that would happen since he's they said 40 years. So now it's a law in Washington state that all victims have to be notified that their person okay, I was is gonna
0: released. Say, you said need to be notified, that's not like a must. be notified. No, they have to.
1: Legally, they get to know as soon as their attacker has been released. Which, can you imagine, like, no, you can't. But, like, I can't either. If you're sitting there 10 years after this horrible crime has happened to you and you get a phone call and you're like, by the way, that horrible monster that did that to you is free. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you feel that day? It's just got to be the worst day ever. And then you move. You should have moved already. She lived in the same house. I can't imagine.
0: Could be still paying it off and she hadn't like she couldn't leave.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So that's the story of Charles Campbell.
0: Charles Campbell.
1: Douchebag from Hawaii.
0: So that was some story.
1: Revenge crime. A revenge crime. At its peak.
0: And bestiality
1: yep touch on all the greats you covered um necrophilia i covered bestiality
0: arson burglary bank robbering i guess it was just burglary
1: hanging shady stuff in prisons
0: getting maced
1: almost decapitating we covered a lot of topics today was there jello was there
0: any Like indication there, do you know, of like the rope cutting into his neck? Or was it just a fine, normal hanging? No,
1: he had his neck snapped. It was normal.
0: But I mean it wouldn't like dig into a throat was about to decapitate him or anything.
1: I meant the little girl almost got decapitated.
0: Yeah, but you also there was concern that he would be decapitated. Yeah, but no,
1: it was normal. I guess he was Not that fat. I don't know. It's weird all the photos, he doesn't look obese. Maybe he got obese in prison. I don't know how you do that though. You don't get a lot of food, do you?
0: Well, he's sitting on a cushy life. The guards oh, giving yeah. him special right. treatment, right? You don't have to go to the yard for protection or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, do you have any strange things you can brighten the mood with? Yeah, I think so. <gasps> oh my gosh, listeners! Sorority. It's a
0: rarity. It's like this
1: is a monumental moment.
0: One seventh of the. Uh, I've I've done one before, so this will so be So
1: one fourteenth.
0: No, this is episode fourteen.
1: Yeah, so you've done one out of fourteen.
0: But this will make two out of fourteen, which makes oh, one seventh.
1: Oh oh now it will be.
0: Yeah. Wow. Whatever that percentages. Oh wow. So I work at a brewery in the state of New York. In the city <laughs> of Ithaca.
1: <laughs> Narrow it down, there's like six.
0: Um I don't often work with other people besides the owners slash brewers. Mm-hmm. So last, last Friday, I came in because we get a work perk of getting a growler of beer, which if you don't know, a growler of beer is like you know one of those like glass jugs. Yeah. It's like 60, 64 ounces of beer.
1: That's dope. I would partake in that every week if I could. Do you know how jealous I feel every week? Very jealous. But I smell it, and it smells great. I wish I had a candle that smelled like. But like it. I got, I
0: got that growler, and then we went to a thing this past weekend. A bonfire. Yeah, that's
1: what the thing is.
0: And I. Drank. Wait, it
1: was flat so fast. I, yeah,
0: I drank some of it, and then it was like flat like two days later because that's how it works.
1: Oh. Huh. You gotta share it with friends and drink it fast. Yeah. Got it.
0: Um, but regardless, I, was, I went in after the gym to go pick it up because I didn't want beer sitting in my car and warming up for like two hours. And one of my coworkers there was talking about how she had just visited a brewery um, somewhat nearby and they were really pushing for like trying to be like eco-friendly or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you have the option of getting a growler if you want to get a beer to go or you get right. a growler if you want to beer to go which the crowler is like a large aluminum can it's like
1: 30 ounces or 32 32? so like half of a growler okay
0: um, and you like seal it right yeah you like put like a whatever you want to call that kind of top on top top yeah um so some guy apparently at, the, at that bar was asking to get beer to go and he was like can i get a growler to go they're like no we're not gonna like we don't want to sell you a growler because it's not as recyclable as a crowler is you uh-huh. get this crowler you can just you open it and you can just drink it and it's like aluminum is like 95% recyclable compared uh. to this glass, which is 20 or 30% recyclable. So we're going to, then they apparently just pushed this guy and getting a half Two
1: crawlers.
0: I think it was just one crawler. They pushed him getting in like the half the quantity of the beer that he wanted is because it was more recyclable than a glass container that you would use more than once. But in their mind, apparently you would only, you would get a growler drink it and then just you get a growler and then you would just smash it on the floor like thor would and say another where in their minds you drink the growl or the the crowler and all right that's done i'm gonna throw it in the recycling bin and that's i'm a better person because i recycled it
1: this is fascinating to me because like it makes no sense at all because
0: in the sense of its single use
1: yeah, but eco-friendly people are always pushing for multi-use. It's like saying, "Okay, do you get a Nalgene, which like requires, you know, more Materials, production, whatever. or do you buy fourteen like Aquafina bottles that you recycle every time?"
0: Well, the plastic's probably more recyclable than metal is. Well, Nalgene's plastic. Whatever.
1: Say. Okay, yeah. a, a hydro flask but you you and i have had hydro flasks for like th- two or 3 years and mm-hmm. have used them over i just
0: i don't know how for one that guy was like so blind to that and how how they pushed him so hard to
1: i'm not sure he was if i were in his shoes i would want to get through this stupid transaction as fast as possible at this point because you're, like, trying to do something, and they're like, no, no, and then you're like, fine, let's just get it over with.
0: But if, if he already had the growler, I, I don't know the circumstances, Clay wasn't directly involved. If he already had the growler, the price is $4 maybe difference.
1: It's ridiculous. Also, like, growlers are, like, thick glass. Yeah. You're not going to just recycle that nobody just recycles a growler because you have
0: to buy one for like 15 20 to start with
1: even if you never buy another beer in your life you know what you can do take that to a coffee shop they sell growlers of coffee
0: yeah everyone is using using growlers now
1: you know what you could do buy kombucha you could do so many you things. could just fill you could put it with water
0: you could just fill it with water and
1: put it in the fridge and have cold water
0: you'd be a, i'm sure your co-workers would think you're a weirdo if you brought that well, into work i wouldn't but.
1: bring it to work necessarily that's just dumb. That's a strange thing. Mm-hmm. That's really strange. Ithaca. Well, no. I actually don't I
0: actually don't remember the name of the brewery that it was. This was at.
1: I don't. I would be surprised if it was Ithaca. You said it was outside of Ithaca.
0: Yeah, I can't. I blanking on the name of the brewery. Right, but you said it was outside yeah. of
1: Ithaca. Ithaca is great at that kind of thing. I don't think it would be coming from them. But anyway that's wild that is a good one i'm just shocked thumbs up two thumbs up 10 out of 10 would say alex Three thumbs up right now listen and hear more things
0: yeah i just have to work <laughs> longer hours <laughs> around
1: other people yeah cool
0: um so that'll do it for this episode if you are still listening and aren't already following us on social media we have twitter and instagram at sad tales podcast we also have a gmail at sad tales or sad tales podcast at gmail.com like you can send us story suggestions or uh, strange things you've overheard so we can read them live
1: if you want to semi-live Semi-live. life. If you want to support us in more ways than just listening, we have a Patreon page where you can go and donate a certain amount of money per month up to you. The amount that you donate, it's patreon.com slash sadtalespodcast, but besides that, please listen, review, subscribe, give us love, tell a friend, spread the word, and we'll keep putting awesome content out for you. All right.